This is the Deity Podcast with your host, Nicolette Hoffman. And your host, Victoria Voges. Deity is a destination where we bridge the polarized world of health and where we have candid discussions navigating the diverse terrain of modern health science. Our goal is to empower everyone to be their own healer and to exercise their intuition in order to take their health into their own hands and live a juicy, magical life. By treating our bodies to delicious, incredible food, raising the baseline, and expanding the capacity of our nervous systems, we believe every person has the ability to move beyond all limitations and truly thrive. By tuning in, your transformation begins. Enjoy the ride. Victoria Voges. <laughs> Nicolette Hoffman. Tell me how you really feel right now. <laughs> you just had to take such a deep breath. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to take a really, really deep breath before we <laughs> press play. Mainly just because it's been a day, but more so it's been a week and... And a month. And a month. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, overall time in Mexico. All good things, all good things, never been better. But honestly, feeling a little, like, tired right now. And just, like, all I want to do is rest. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's so important that we show up for the things that we committed to and the podcast being one of those things. So here we are. Here I am. Mm -hmm. Showing up. How are are you feeling over there? Well, one, I'm, like, really proud of you. I'm proud of us. Let's just let me just clear the air really quick. Tori has been she was just traveling. She went back to her former home. I mean, sold her car, came back here. We're packing up our apartment in San Miguel and we're moving to a bigger home. And anyway, it's just been a little bit of a doozy. So, so proud of you. And we're putting together a second beta group. We actually just finished like pretty much the full program today which is amazing on top of everything else and on top of nurturing our first beta group and our beta group meaning that we're testing our protocols on on actual um, participants actual humans it's really really amazing it's great and it's a lot of work and it's amazing and we, we love it I mean, it's a lot mm. all at the same time everything everywhere all at once and <laughs> just really proud of us because we are so committed to this, and we've been working on this project for years. Like, yes, you're just hearing this stuff now, but we've been putting this together um, for over two years. I have, and anyway, it's, it's just been, it's been a lot, and it's all coming together, and it's all amazing, and I've never been better, and I'm so happy about it. Also, <laughs> also how, how am you? I right now? <laughs> Like, my brain is absolute mush. I am a little bit wine drunk. I (laughs) have been drinking since 4.30 p.m. Hi. Um, My cat is missing. Um, And at the same time, I've literally, yeah, like, never been better. And I'm so happy doing what I'm doing and simultaneously exhausted. And just showing up, like, to the best of my ability. Like, this is something I actually really love to do. Actually, Tori and I talk like this like like this podcast literally all the time like we're just constantly having ballads in bed together (laughs) so true and that's honestly why we wanted to start this because we're like i think that like people could really jive with this and 
possibly benefit from it and I could probably help them and I'm sure they're feeling the same things and um so yeah we had this meeting today with <clears throat> one of our beta groups and the underlying theme was really about showing up however you can instead of just piecing out instead of committing to something and then dipping out staying committed and just showing up perfectly imperfect like whether you are really in a rage whether you're grieving whether you're on your period whether you are wine drunk and brain dead like you really just show up without any judgment and it actually the like so many people showed up in the meeting today because we were kind of getting frustrated like we feel like you know just participate and show up like you don't have to be doing this perfect you're not going to get chastised or anything right and actually out of it came like such a camaraderie and such like this beautiful feeling like we're so proud of everyone we're so proud of ourselves because life is never going to be perfect we're constantly going to be going through cycles constantly going to be going through phases of ups and downs and the more that we're just consistent and just like let ourselves be seen in the downs and the highs and the lows, all of it, the, the melancholy bits too, like the stronger we're going to be and the less of a perfectionist that we have to project to the world, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel everything that you said and I think that it's such a important point to note that the healing is actually letting yourself be seen in the imperfection and I totally get it because so many of us we don't want to be seen like we put on a facade or we put on a character that we like face out to the world right and then whenever we're not feeling like we can be that character for the world we either hide or don't want to be seen in it and the truth is that the character is not really us and the more that you can embrace all your parts, um, mm. your happiness, your joy, your grief, your anger, your rage, and be seen in it and be honest and truthful with yourself and with those around you, the more embodied you're going to be as a human being, the more embodied you're going to be, um, or rather you express like your soul expression that way because you're not trying to be this one character that you put out to the world, but instead you're willing to be seen as all things because all of us experience the full range of human emotion and when we can embrace that and uh, show that mm. and not try and hide it, it's not just medicine for ourselves, it's actually medicine for other people too. Um, like in our group today, mm. when people were sharing vulnerably and you know, some of the other participants even noted like, thank you, like thank you for sharing that, like that was really, um, healing for me to even listen to and receive your words and your experience and I think it just goes to show how when we're willing to be seen in our process no matter what our process looks like there is an opportunity for growth in that because then we break <laughs> Zeus agrees uh we kind of just like shatter our little um limited view of how we need to be to be seen and out in the world mm. and we get to actually be how we are truthfully in each moment and it's mm. so beautiful oh my god i love that Sp full spectrum emotion full spectrum something that really helped me 
become a, a recovering perfectionist, like to drop my perfectionist tendencies is to like feel what I need to feel in the moment and express it. I think you've helped me a lot with that of like, I can just be like, ah, everything <laughs> <I> sucks. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, go into a little bit of a rage. And afterward, like, instead of holding it in, instead of bottling it in and then really letting it explode, like, just letting it out in the moment and then letting things chill out and then afterward reflecting and being like, wow, like, you still love me as a friend, even though I can be a little bit of a, a rageaholic sometimes, you know? <laughs> or, like, a little firecracker. Or a little melancholy, depressed emo girl. But, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I can still be loved after that. And um, I think, like, I just want to treat myself how I feel like my friends would treat me, you know? Because mm. I think that we can be so hard on ourselves of not having it all together all the time. And, like, being worried. Like, how are others going to receive me? Because I can't even, like, I judge myself. For having these feelings and then when you let it out and then you find that your friends still love you it's like so healing because you're like whoa i can be imperfect and be a total cunt and you're still gonna love me like <laughs> that's pretty much amazing babe i love you always i love you too <laughs> I'm dude like, I'm, I'm kind of a rage cunt right now <laughs> by the way. uh yeah i know you love me you've seen me in some really dark moments <laughs> And still loved me through them, so. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Okay, so get yourself some friends, everyone listening. Or or recognize that you already have them. Like, people who aren't going to judge you. And if you feel judged or if you feel like you can't actually fully express what you're feeling and who you are with the people around you, make changes. Trim out the things that make you feel a little like you can't be yourself. Because there's something so healing in being around people who are so open and who just want you to be who you are. Mm. And you know that feeling in your body, too, when you're around someone, when you're around a quote-unquote friend or acquaintance who you just, like, they're maybe a little too cool and they make you feel bad about being, or they make, make you feel a little small about expressing yourself. Honestly... There are so many other cool people in the world. <laughs> There's so many amazing people. Like, reach out to us. We love you. I'm sure we'll love you. <laughs> Let's be reach friends. Reach out to us. DM us. <laughs> because, like, kindness is so cool. Being open is so cool. And I, it's actually really warm. It's not really cool. Being kind is, like, this warm, amazing feeling. Having those friends in your life, that's going to help you grow, too. Having a, a really solid community, even if it's one friend that you have where you are or a community of people abroad online like just finding you know people that you can jive with and really be yourself with and and that can witness you I feel like that's really helped me personally I will say that you still have to own your shit oh yeah and that's what's really (laughs) important is like your friends aren't holding your shit for you. They're mm. just seeing you and witnessing you through it. And if you're making your friends hold your shit, you need to take responsibility for for your stuff and get a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put on your friends or your partner. And that's why I feel like communication is so important. Like obviously your friends have to be in a position to where they have to have space to witness you and oof. And I think even, like, being forthcoming, like, I'm a big fan of, like, asking people, hey, 
I really need to be seen in this. Like, I'm not looking for you to hold this for me, but like, can you just like uh, witness me here or see me here as I like express this? Like, I'm a big fan of voicing actually what you need from your friends. That way they also won't feel like, oh shit, like this person is dumping on me and now I have to hold all of their stuff, which is also kind of like their own shit because it, you never need to hold someone else's. You can just witness them through, the, through it and be like a loving mirror for them. Mm. But... Um, So there's energy dynamics at play here for sure. But moral of the story, take responsibility for how you're feeling, for what you need to express, voice it, and um, yeah, uh, get some friends or acknowledge the friends that you already have who are really great at witnessing you through all your wonderful flavors of expression. (laughs) Spicy. Spicy. (laughs) Wonderful. Wow, we have a lot going on. (laughs) We're being punished by our cats right now because we're moving. (laughs) They're really mad about it. So full, uh, yeah, full apologies for all the noises in the background um, during this. We are under construction in the moving zone. Yeah, though, showing up to life as you are and, wow, like not making excuses, right? Like... I think that's been such a big, we've been talking about that, me and Nicolette have been lately, because I really notice it in other people now when, like, all I hear is, like, excuse after excuse after excuse of, like, why they can't show up the way that they either want to or um, have agreed to, and I think it's such a big thing that so many people do is just make excuses, and... I think my invitation would be just, like, notice yourself. Notice what you Mm. say. Notice all the reasons that you say you can't do something. Because that's really just, like, the monkey wrench that you're throwing into your own growth. And it's an important piece to be with. I'm not just trying to make it all wrong. Like, you're not just... It's hard to change overnight. Like, especially because most of the time these patterns of why we can't do something are embedded. And maybe even linked to our nervous systems not feeling safe in um, growth because growth can be a little uncomfortable and sometimes our nervous systems can register discomfort as a threat so I'm not saying that it's not real but then you have to watch yourself through it watch what you say watch how you speak and um, the excuses you make excuses are the complete opposite of sexy yeah agreed like Whoa, I love that you were talking about taking ownership, taking responsibility of your own shit, because it's directly tied to this horrible, um, like, how do you say it? Pattern? Yeah, horrible... um, Tendency? When you make a a bad habit. It's a habit. It's a bad habit you gotta break. Mm -hmm. Making excuses. And, like, I've been there. Like a vice? We've all been there. Just a bad habit. Okay. Like, like kind of, like, you get into a car, like, you're, you, okay, so you buy a new BMW, and all of a sudden, you stop using your blinker. <laughs> Damn. You know what I mean? There's so many of you on the road <laughs> calling you out. But it's kind of a thing, like, you get into a bad habit of not using your blinker. You get into a bad habit of not uh, taking responsibility for your life and kind of pointing the finger at everyone else. But, like, your results in life, like, Meaning your failure in life or your success in life is all tied to you in every single area. If you cannot come to peace with that fact, you really got to go within. You really got to start doing the work and make that a priority. Like make 
going in a priority, make clearing blockages a priority, make meditating a priority because it will all become very apparent. But basically, yeah, your your life is all up to you. You are the captain of your life. And it's I don't know, like when someone makes an excuse, now I I just want to vomit. <laughs> and I I think I don't know, like no judgment like I've been there I've made so many excuses and I've been kind of like in a little bit of a victim mentality before too of like oh my god life is hard I'm a victim of life I just want everything to be easy like why can't I just um take the easy way out and marry someone and just live a simple life like but I really had to get real with myself and be like I'm miserable having this life like I could have had that (laughs) Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Like, do you really want that? Does anyone really want that? Like, I, I mean, no judgment if that's what you want, but is that really what you want? I feel like maybe we can get really, really quiet in ourselves, start to meditate, start to really have a sober look of what's going on inside that mind, what's going on inside that heart of ours, and really getting real. And um, looking at ourselves, yeah, like you said, like witness yourself, like making the excuses. Like how, if you're so like in it, if you're in the thick of it, like how would you even recognize that you're making excuses? Like, okay, so you want it, you have a goal, you join a program, you join the gym, you have a New Year's resolution, whatever, and you fail at it within three months, two months, two weeks one week (laughs) big red flag okay time to go within time to have a sober look at yourself and be like do I really want this am I making choices that are actually aligned with what I want what I desire like is this even what I desire I don't know would you write it out would you write out like what you actually want I feel like that would be a good way to do it to get Mm -hmm. like really clear to like Physically, pen to paper, hand to paper, hand to pen, whatever, write it out. Like, write out what you actually want in your life. Because then it kind of makes it official. You're, like, sort of making a contract with yourself. Hmm. Making it like a, this is it. This is a real thing. It's making it real. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So funny because I just wrote like a whole section on this in our new beta group. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But pretty much I was saying that you, when people decide to like overhaul their entire lives or make a really huge decision, like the first thing is you really need to be realis- realistic with what your life has space for mm. and with what you are willing to be with day in, day out. And that's why so many people fail oh. at these big things like, okay, I'm going to get a gym membership and I'm going to go every single day. And I'm not saying it never works, but um, it rarely does because, like, I would say a small percentage of people maybe succeed at that, but the grand majority of people definitely would fail at that. Why? Mm. Because if you go from going to the gym zero days a week to going every single day and that's what you set yourself up for, Mm. like, your nervous system literally probably cannot handle that much growth because you're completely changing an area of your life and it's, like, too much energy and capacity that you don't have so Mm. you're going to collapse and revert to just not going to the gym at all and I think this can apply to 
to anything. Though I will say where there is a will, like there's absolutely a way, but baby steps. Like for most people, I would recommend getting really clear, not doing anything too crazy. Like starting with something like, and not necessarily for the gym, but like anything, starting with like a five to 10 minute habit that you can do every single day or practice that you can do every single day that will benefit your life. Like don't go for the hour long meditation every day, go for the five minutes because you're more likely to develop the trust with yourself and the consistency and you're going to create that neural pathway and you're going to ingrain it in your brain day in, day out for five minutes. And then when you want to up level to 10 minutes, 15, 30 then it's not going to be as crazy and you're going to be able to do it because you've already developed a trust with yourself and Mm. developed um, a practice. And I also want to note that I'm not saying like excuses are, I think that there's something to notice in them. Like what is Mm. your story? Like, because there's probably something that you need to heal in that story. Like maybe it's that uh, you don't have money for something or maybe it's that, Um, you just don't have the time or whatever it is. It's like, notice the story that you're telling yourself. And then also, if it is important to you, and if you do want it in some way, shape or form, you will make the time for it. Mm. And that's where I think starting out really slow and small can be beneficial because you're not taking that huge, massive leap that's going to require you to cut out an hour a day um of your time that maybe you generally like don't have time for right now but the more you increase it the more realistic it will become oh my god I love that poco a poco yeah and actually like come as you are yeah like say you do commit to going to the gym for your new year's new year's resolution you maybe don't have to go completely ham maybe you go for only half an hour and you do like 10 minutes of cardio and some lifting like whatever fits into or you know or working out at home and doing like a a quick like thing but as long as you're like building that consistency muscle and you're like making a a space for it in your life and you just show up you just show up okay maybe you have your period and you can't actually go to the gym but you do yin yoga like we would do um or maybe you're in a really tough part in your life and you're like, I, I actually can't do that, but I will do something else that's going to benefit my body to reach my goal, mm-hmm. you know? But to just show up mm-hmm. and to really, like, just come as you are. I find it hilarious that we're using the gym as a <laughs> as an example because I don't think I would ever recommend that nearly anyone goes to the gym every day. Definitely not every day, but like maybe. But move your body every day. Yeah, like, move you know, your body every dance day. Dance to a song every day. Go for a walk every day. Like those things, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, but still, it's again, it's the energy. Like we just use going to the gym as an example, but because uh, it's like a, it's like a common goal people have for totally. their New Year's like resolution. Totally. <laughs> Which I would also say, like, I don't know, most people are taxed out on their nervous system, so maybe like. Do something a bit more regulating, just because most people are already in a sympathetic state at most times. Mm. Um, and then once you get your, your nervous system to a, a good state where it can flow easily between all states, then yeah, have at it. Then hit the gym. Hit the gym. Pump gym, that iron. Gym rats. Whoa. 
actually lo- it was really, I love the gym yeah. except I had to take a solid break from it because my nervous system was on overdrive and I it made me slightly depressed and angry getting out of bed in the morning I was like fuck this I don't want to do this anymore okay granted we were waking about 5 a.m we were <laughs> so extra a little too extra but I will get back there because I do love the gym but I do think like four days a week max well, like four yeah four or five days a week maximum is really really good for me but anywho just like whatever goal you have commit to it it's so sexy oh my god commitment is so hot it's so rare that someone commits in to themselves to someone else to what they say they're gonna do and including myself I have had so many years of like being flaky and that's partly because I was saying yes to things I really wanted to say no to and since I've written out my boundaries since I've done years of work of like committing to myself and loving myself and committing to myself growth I have zero problem saying no now or saying maybe it's taken a lot of time especially because I was a super people pleaser for year yeah anyway it's a whole other enchilada people pleasing and perfectionism because I maybe thought that people would only love me if I was a certain way if I was this bubbly bright happy-go-lucky person all the time and yes that can be me a lot of the time but is it me a hundred percent of the time no it's really not (laughs) and since I've really come to terms with that and accepted it and like loved that about myself now I can say no and now I can like honor my commitments and honor my yeses and really feel relieved saying no Mm. And what a relief. Whoa. I really... Look at us. Look at us. (laughs) Growing. Growing. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that could be a topic for a whole nother episode. It's a whole other enchilada. Because I for sure have had so many perfectionist Mm -hmm. tendencies running my system for a very long time. And people pleasing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that they're totally gone by any means, but definitely woven out and... Um, significantly for sure and I'm still learning day in day out I would even say yeah even I don't know if we talked about this actually on on one of the podcasts but definitely a few weeks ago had like a major breakthrough point and I actually feel like I'm really not taking things as personally anymore you're crushing it, babes. I'm so crushing it. <laughs> you really are. If someone can 180 in two weeks, wait, even two months, like Tori <laughs> is the most exemplary, fucking beautiful, amazing human. What? I'm just blown away. Mm. You're Thank amazing. You. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to cry right now. We all know how I feel about Nicolette. I love her dearly. <laughs> She's literally the best. Even though I'm a rage cage. I love your rage cage. (laughs) Truly. I love your rage cage. I love when you're grumpy in the mornings and I'm like, (laughs) chipper as can be, ready to, I don't know, just go out in the world and dance. What did you say my song was? She's grazing in the grass. It's like, do, 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 do,
Tori is grazing in the grass in the morning. You put that song on, you know what Tori is in the morning. It's great. Everyone wants to be around that sort of vibe. I just <laughs> do not wake up like that. I actually wake up more like um, Radiohead, like the whole OK Computer album. Like, put that on in the morning, like, I'm, I'm solid. That's my vibe. <laughs> um, a, little, yeah. a little bit emo. But, uh, yeah. But then give her coffee, and she's like... She's rearing. Activated. Yeah. It's just this season. The season's been a little intense. <laughs> All around. We're literally moving in two days, like, like basically 24 hours we're moving. And I've been in this home for nearly five years, which is insane. Sorry, four years. Four years? Yeah, four years this August. Anyway. Um, and guess what? Still doing a podcast because we think that you guys are gonna love this we feel like a lot of people are going through it right now based on who we're talking to based on our friends our loved ones and it's cool to know that you can just show up as long as you just show up and like just showing up is gonna make you better even if you are at your worst (laughs) yeah isn't that really sexy to think about you're like whoa all i have to do is like be there even if i didn't do my homework (laughs) i like also oh my god that's a whole other thing conditioning (gasps) because i never did my homework because i no one like my parents never checked on my homework or anything and i have this like i didn't do it or i used to have it i don't have that anymore and um now that i've got rid of that whoa it's total conditioning no totally whoa i had no idea about that whoa i had zero support i was like totally latchkey Which explains a lot, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Whole other enchilada. What I do want to say to end out this podcast episode is that this podcast episode is coming out on June 30th and we are moving on July 1st and um, our cat Cleo is missing. So if you do listen to this on June 30th and you do feel called, we would definitely fully appreciate and receive you sending out a prayer and intention uh, to God, to the universe, whatever you resonate with, to send Cleo back home to us, and we would dearly, um, dearly appreciate that. Bring Cleo home. I mean, I literally raised her from a very, very sick, very small kitten. She had dysentery. She had abscesses all over her neck and her face. She had an upper respiratory infection. I literally didn't even know if she was going to make it at some points for months and made it out like the most lovely loving chipper sassy spicy (laughs) like princess queen of a cat the most special cat i've ever met in my life and um i'm not gonna cry (laughs) i really miss her (laughs) yeah um so She definitely got stolen. (laughs) But anyway, uh, hopefully, yes, send a prayer. Thank you, Tori, for saying that. Send a prayer, hoping that whoever has her sets her free or accidentally lets her loose and out of the house and she runs home into our arms. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. Thank you. Love you. (laughs) 